Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of It's All About Me. I'm your host, Sammy Lee. And today I just want to talk about something real quick. Today is a murder mystery podcast, so we're going to have a spooky story to share. But before we do, I just wanted to update you on my last episode. Um, For those who have subscribed, I want to thank you guys so very much for taking the time to listen to my story as well as support me and my family as well along this journey. Um, And to all those people who are suffering from mental health and our mothers, um, I want you to know how scary that this is actually becoming. Um, So we just found out from my attorney that um, they, the CYS, the state, um, had a due process violation. So they have violated my constitutional rights, um, being mentally evaluated five times from the court. And I just want to share that information for some people out there. My lawyer did just file a motion to dismiss the case and have my kids return home. Um, The journey is not over. This is going to be a long fight. But I want people to know how serious this is becoming. Um, If you guys remember the Britney Spears case, it's almost like that all over again. They're telling me that I can't be a mom and have mental health issues. And I want to spread this awareness as much as I can. And thank you again, guys, so much for rating, reviewing, subscribing, leaving me a comment on my Instagram, um, watching my stories, all that sort of stuff. I just want to show you how much I appreciate it. Not only does it help the algorithm, but it also you're helping a local family as well. Now let's tune in to this spooky podcast. This one is called What Was His Motive? Secret online life. And there's 12 more pairs. Does that mean that there are six more victims that we don't know of? So the police had plenty of evidence now. And on the 21st of April 2009, Philip Markov was charged with the murder of Jalissa Brisbane and also the robberies of Trisha and Cynthia. He pleaded not guilty and he was denied bail. Um, and he was sent to jail. And this is where I want to give the warning that suicide is going to be discussed now. Philip made the first of what would be multiple attempts of suicide, and he tried to hang himself in his cell with his shoelaces. And whilst Philip was in jail, Megan continued to proclaim his innocence. She believed that he didn't do these crimes and they had gotten the wrong man. However, the police did show Megan all of the evidence that they had against Philip. And I think this is where the penny dropped for Megan because there was just so much evidence. There was no denying that Philip had done this. And I think as you can probably guess, uh, Megan did end the relationship. She did go and visit him in jail and she said to him, this is gonna be the last time you see me. And when she did arrive at the jail, Philip was dressed in a suicide jacket and all Philip could say was, I'm sorry. Megan also told him that she was going to follow her dreams and attend medical school. And she started her life again. Um, And she actually is a doctor now, um, which I'm so happy that she actually did almost make a fresh start. But the very next day after Megan went to visit Philip in jail, Philip attempted to commit suicide again by using a sharp metal spoon uh, to cut open his wrists. And over the next year, Philip made multiple attempts at suicide, including one attempt on what would have been his wedding day. And then on the 15th of August, 2010, Philip was found dead in his cell. Philip had somehow managed to fashion himself a knife 
from a jail issue pen that he was given and he had used this knife to cut open the arteries in his ankles, his neck and his legs. Following this, he stuffed toilet paper down his throat and tightened a plastic bag over his head to ensure that he couldn't be revived. Next to his body were photographs of both him and Megan together and on the wall in blood were the words Megan and Pocket. And Pocket was the pet name that Megan and Philip used to call each other. So after Philip's death, the case obviously never made it to trial. So the charges against Philip were dropped. Um, there is some speculation as to why he did commit suicide. Some say that he wanted to spare Megan the shame because Megan would have been called as a witness. However, others believe it was to save himself the shame. And following this case, Craigslist did agree to change the name of the erotic services section to adult services, which to be honest, I don't really know what the difference makes, just changing the name. Um, but when Philip did commit suicide a year later, the case again was back in the media and because of public pressure, Craigslist did actually just remove this section altogether. So the most intriguing part of this case to me, and this is where I want all of your help, is what was the motive behind these crimes? But he just seemed so normal. And I know obviously what is normal, but he did just seem normal. Like there was nothing in his childhood, in his upbringing. It's just when I describe who Philip was, he just seems like the complete opposite of a person that would commit the crimes that he did commit. So because of this, there is a lot of debate as to the motive behind these crimes. So I'm just gonna talk about a few of the motives that have been thrown around. So the first possible motive for the crimes was that he was in debt, $130,000 in debt to be exact, which is a hell of a lot. And he was leaving off credit to pay um, his bills. So there is speculation that he was committing these robberies to pay off debt. Um, and this is a motive that I don't think is true. I mean, it could be, it could be partly responsible, but um, I don't think he committed these crimes just because he was in debt and he wanted money. Because if we think about it, he stole $800 from Trisha. Um, what is $800 gonna do with $130,000 worth of debt. It's not gonna do much, is it? Which leads me on to the next motive, which could have been a gambling addiction. And he needed the money um, to fund um, his gambling addiction. I mean, he did seem to be going to the casino a lot and he did go to the casino the day after he murdered Jalissa and gambled away the money that he stole from her. Um, I just mean that that's gotta mean something. Again, I don't know if it's the sole motive, um, but I definitely feel like it plays into it. But something that is quite possible, which I do think could have been the motive, um, is that the gambling and the debt could be linked because he was stealing smaller amounts of money from sex workers, going to the casino, and he was pretty good at poker. So what do you guys think? What do you think his motive was? Have you guys heard of this story? Um, if you haven't, definitely go check out the Criminal Makeup podcast with Danielle Curtsy. She is a very great storyteller when it comes to these things, and she does her research. She dives deep. And some of these stories are uh, quite newer um, and recent, like as in the last couple years. So I really like, especially if you don't watch the news like me or you don't have cable, um, it's a great way to learn more of the 
dark side of the world, I guess you could say. So thank you guys again for tuning in. I'm your host, Sammy Lee. Thanks for tuning in.